every single person I've dealt with uh, or I've coached in, in all this time yeah. or even talked to, mm-hmm. everybody has a different relationship with risk gotcha. and money. Mm. So from the time that they touched a dollar, yeah. from the time they ever lost a dollar, from the time they ever spent a dollar, yeah. they have a different relationship with money. For every sure. single person. So I need to understand what your relationship with it with, mm. with it is, and what trading it does is it gives you immediate feedback about that relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're dealing with fee, uh, fear, greed, hope, and regret. Wow. So what, and, and and a person can be dealing with one or all four of those things at the same time. Okay. As they execute. Yeah. So I want to know. Okay. Well, how did you feel about that? Uh-huh. You know how? Okay. How do you feel about losing a dollar? Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. how did you feel about losing ten? Mm-hmm. You know twenty, whatever the case, because all of that has to do with who you who you are as a person to this day. Yeah. 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 And that person, the person that you would envision is the consistently profitable trader. Mm-hmm. That person that you desire to be. Yeah. You're not that person when you start this. Yeah. 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 So you're working to. You're working on your future self. You're working to get to that person. Yeah. To to become that person. Mm-hmm. So it really a person has to be open to change. Okay. So really, really um know it all people ain't gonna do good. Yeah. Yeah. You come in this with your ego, <laughs> it's getting crushed. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where you have to be open to change. Yeah. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, man, I need y'all to do me a favor. We're jumping deep into financial literacy today, man. We're going to talk to you guys about trading. Man, you've been in the game for a while, man. Over 13 years uh, trading full-time. Well, coming up on 13 years yeah. trading full-time, yeah. man. And you've been able to help over 200, uh, almost 200 people, one-on-one mentoring, taking them from starter, trader, to being full-time. And I know we talked a little bit off-camera uh, about you know people goals and things like that, and one of the things they realize when they start working with you is yeah it was about the money, but eventually it's the time aspect that they able to take back yeah. man. So look, yeah. I'm excited to jump into this man. So do me a favor y'all, I need y'all grab a pen, grab a pad, uh, take some notes uh, as we go through this. And if you guys have any questions, I'm gonna be, uh, be sure to drop all of uh, Al's information in the description. So y'all be sure to go down and connect with him. Al, what's up with you, man? Man, thank you for having me, bro. I appreciate it and, and glad that uh, we can connect and, and just have a conversation. Yeah, man. I, uh, I know you're in Houston now. Uh, yep. Houston, we met. Uh, wow, it's been a, it's been a while. A long time. Yeah, since yeah. we met. I actually was just moving back to Memphis, man, and I yeah. saw a couple things that you was doing with startups uh, at the point. So it's, it's interesting to see uh, kind of where your career has transitioned and the success that you've been able to have, man. So talk to me a little bit about this uh, this mentorship piece, man. Over almost two hundred people one on one. What does that look like? Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 been. I've grown a lot, and they've grown a lot, and uh, it's been really really cool. Um, I never got into. I never got in. When I started trading, started I started off just long term, you know, investing, but okay. then I I uh, ventured into trade. But I never intended on like, oh, I'm gonna do this as a coaching thing. For sure, it was one of those. I saw how bad the advice was on the internet, and I was yeah. like, yeah, you know, <laughs> entrepreneurially find a problem, fix a problem, and that's how I got into coaching. I was like, well, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna give the advice, then you know, like, I want to make sure people have the right advice. For sure, and um, that's how I got into coaching, and it's just been great, and I've learned a lot about, you know, my 
background is in real estate, real estate finance. So okay. I was already spending a lot of time with people one on one, understanding what they, you know, they say one thing, but yeah. then here's where they really are, and, okay. or, or what they really need, or what they really mean. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that that transfers in the co- in coaching uh, people who want to learn trading as well. So okay, yeah, man, I took a uh, I took a course, and we talked about this also uh, off camera, uh, learning how to trade. And it was literally like learning a new language. That's right. Uh, and one of the things, man, that I uh, desperately needed was that one-on-one help, right? But a lot of times you get uh, individuals who have these packages and things like that, and it doesn't come with the one-on-one aspect. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, man. What is the schedule? What does that all look like once you bring on board a client to be able to come on board? The black print. Yeah, the black print, they basically they go through 20 modules. Okay. Uh, so they, they have to complete the modules first. And... Um, and really what that does is give them the it gives them the core information that they need to be successful. Okay. The, the way this was designed is I'm gonna give people everything I wish I had on the front end. Give me that. Yeah, yeah. And let me learn that. And then what we do from there is really start to work together one on one to bridge any gaps okay. of understanding. And then we start to work together on execution. Uh, make sure that they understand if, if Everything has a, like you say, it's like learning a new, new language, right? Yeah, for sure. So everything has an A through Z. And if you skip, if you try to skip that, that process, yeah. you're going to have some problems. So it's really just making sure that I bridge the gaps. If they have anything, oh, oh C, mm-hmm. we need to talk about yeah, it yeah. and make sure you understand it before we move on to D. And so that's where I spend a lot of time. Okay. What, um, what are some of the success that your clients have been able to have, man? Yeah, the the biggest thing is uh, the biggest is them being able to walk away from a nine to five or walk away from yeah. you know income that, that you know that they they appreciated and love, but like this is a dream, this is something that they want to do, and just being able to say you know what I'm doing this full time, mm-hmm. that's that's the biggest. So yeah, I, mean, yeah. I have eleven people that are trading oh, wow. full time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And how uh, have they been working with you for a long time, or is it, is it just a range? Yeah, it's a range. It's okay. generally about two, two to three years before somebody. And I advise yeah, yeah. that too. Like, okay. You don't want to just go. You oh, I've been successful six months. I've been successful a year. That's not yeah. what you really want to do. Um, I don't advise that. But it's usually about two to three years before somebody can actually do that and feel comfortable and have the reserves. Gotcha. Have the have the, the the reserves and nerves. Yeah, the reserves and, and nerves. nerves. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you know, I think that's uh, I think that's key because a lot of people are going to be listening to this, of course, and they're going to hear the success that you've been able to create individually and for your clients. Yeah. A lot of them are going to want to microwave the process, right? They're yeah. going to want it quick. But even from my experience in the market, and I don't trade nowhere close to how you you trade, but I realized that the market has cycles. Mm-hmm. And a strategy mm-hmm. that I was using at one point don't necessarily work at this point. So like you're saying, man, sometimes it can take you know, it's in a couple of years for you to really see how the market moves. Yeah, yeah. You need to see uh, different environments. Okay. You know, different cycles. Yeah. Uh, it you know it, it moves three ways: up, down, and sideways. Mm-hmm. But depending on what you're what you're uh, what you're trading, it may move sideways. It can move sideways for a month. It can move sideways for a couple months. Yeah, yeah. So it just depends on how you you know what your strategy is and how patient you are. All of those different things. For sure. So, man, how did you get into trading? Let's let's backtrack a little bit. Tell yeah. me a little bit about your background. Yeah. So originally, I was in. I started in real estate uh, on the mortgage side when I was twenty. Okay. Uh, so started very early. Had a lot of. Uh, you know, I had my. I think my first first check in real estate was six hundred and 
$24 or something like that. Okay. 600 I don't know why I remember the number. <laughs> I guess we will remember yeah. the number, but $624. And then I just kept going down that path. Um, I, I was in Atlanta, moved back to Memphis. My mom was ill, so I moved back okay. to Memphis like anybody would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just hit the ground running okay. and learned everything I could about mortgage finance. Mm-hmm. And then I got into uh, uh, buying houses, rehabbing houses, okay. um, renting them out, flipping them. All of that good stuff, and then I was fortunate enough. I bought a bought a business. Okay. So I bought a mortgage business. Okay. And so when I bought that business, that's when I really started investing in the market long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, so financial advisor had got me a, a crazy return in one year, eighty two percent. Okay. Wow. And so when that happened, I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> I I I was uh, landlocked. Okay. So, you know, when you're running a company, you got employees and, and uh, like you, we talked about working on the business and working in the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're sure. not all the way out of the business, you can't really be anywhere you want to be. Yeah. But when I, you know, saw, saw uh, investing, I was like, well, I can do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, there are no income limitations mm-hmm. and I can be anywhere I want to be. How old were you, man, when, uh, when you, when you realized 23, 24. 23, yeah, 24. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Take me back just a little bit. Why why, uh, why real estate? Why, why did you get into that industry? Uh, you know, it was two reasons. Okay. One, I was, I was always passionate. I always loved the design of houses. Okay. How did I, how did I do finance? I always loved numbers. Gotcha. Went to, I, was in, uh, I went to school for computer engineering, so okay. like, that was a, 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 like figuring things out. Is That's that what like took natural. you to Atlanta? No. Okay. What took me to Atlanta was uh, just me deciding, you know, this, this I went to visit one time uh-huh. and I saw nothing but opportunity. Okay. And I said, I moved the next week. Yeah. I went to visit <laughs> one week, moved. I was like, man, this is crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's so much opportunity here. Mm. And then the houses and then you saw all the black people. Yeah. All the black people doing well. Okay. And I, it just opened my mind up. How long were you down there before coming A back? Year. Oh, you just down yeah. there a year? Yeah, I was okay. just down there a year. Mom came, became ill, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to go back. So once you got back to Memphis, you said you hit the ground running. Did you become an agent at that time? Like, what were you doing? Yeah, I was, I was working for uh, some, some brothers. I was working for some brothers. Uh, okay. Morningstar Financial. Gotcha, Morningstar gotcha. Financial. I mean, like, I'm still, and it's cool, I'm still connected to everybody that along the journey, yeah. still connected to all these people. For which sure. Is, I, I love that piece. But uh, Morningstar Financial, they gave me a shot to just come in and, and run and gun and, and learn under their wings. You know, okay. they were already um, three, three, three fellas, um, one running the company, well, two running the company, one also in the, just uh, on the mortgage side, and he was buying a whole lot of real estate. So I'm watching it. So yeah. that, that level of exposure... That was I was at the no point I was at the point of no return. Yeah, man. twenty right. What yeah, this was 20, 21. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, how long were you in that industry, man? Like, what success did you use in that one for ten years? Yeah, I was in ten years. And so, you bought your your own company, mm-hmm. and then from that point, you started seeing a difference in revenue, which allowed you to get into the market. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the opportunity, and then the market um, mortgage industry was was transitioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just said to my the, the real is I I said to myself I don't want to be in the mortgage business at forty. Okay. Because I'm thinking ten. I'm always thinking ten years out. And okay. like, okay, how can I position myself to just be be looking at my investments mm. at forty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have my time, freedom. Excuse me. Have my time and freedom to be able to move where I want to move. Gotcha. And that mortgage. And also, I wanted to be recession proof. Mm. Okay. I wanted to, markets go up and down. Don't yeah, matter yeah. what the economy is doing. They're gonna sure. go up, down, up and down. 
So I want to be re recession proof. Now you got to be recession and Amazon proof. But okay, yeah. <laughs> recession and Amazon and proof. Amazon proof. Yeah, 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 for sure. Amazon is sweeping the land, man. Sweeping. So uh, once you got into the trade, man, you said you had did pretty good. Like, what were you, what type of trading style were you doing? You said long term initially. Yeah. So okay. what what I would do my initial strategy was uh, and it worked. Like, I so I came out of the gate successful. Okay. The um, I would look at the company's uh, insider information. Okay. And I would look to see who are the officers buying. Okay. If they were buying, break that down. You say yeah. insider information. Yeah. So you can go on like Yahoo, Yahoo Financial, uh, Yahoo Financial, and look, click the button, uh, pull up a stock, and look okay. at their insider transactions, and it'll tell you about the officers inside the company that are buying and selling. Who are the officers? Yeah, who are the officers? The, officer, the people that run the company, board okay. of board, people on the board, uh, okay. people who have shares, may, a lot of shares in the company. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, institutions. Okay. Yeah. So institutions. what were you looking for specifically? I, w I wanted to see what price they were buying at okay. and how large they were buying. Okay. And the only other prerequisite was, is does the company have a lot of cash? So then yeah. you just click on the next page and you look at the balance sheet and you see how much liquidity they have. Yeah, yeah. They're not going out of business. Okay. And I just follow the money. That's hey, that's crazy, man. Yeah. So where did that come from? Because like I said, I know I had to take a course to even understand this. Were you was somebody teaching you this, or you was just all self educated? I, I read a few books. Okay. Um, one of the, one of the books that um, I forget his name, but it was a uh, rule rule number one. I think it was rule number one. Okay. Yeah, rule number one. That was one of the books I learned about, like looking at the internal metrics of the company to gotcha. and finding out when the insiders are buying. Yeah, but I took that information and I just dove right in. Wow, man, that's what's up, dude. Because uh, I, like I said, it's like learning a second language. So for you to be able to just pick up a book and and everybody, I think everybody who wants to get into the game that probably started like me was I bought investing for dummies. Mm. And so I have mm. this big book and I'm going through this and I'm trying to understand it's different language. Just like you say, officers, right? Something as simple as that. Now you got to take the time. You got to go research that. Like who are the officers and stuff like that. So man, that's crazy that you can just read a couple books and be able to pick up on this. It takes a lot of people way more time to get into the market. Yo, what's going on equity chasers? Listen, I know you guys are enjoying the episode real quick. I know that you guys have already subscribed to the channel. So that's not why I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you guys because we have some major things that we're gonna be rolling out. So what I need you to do is pause the video, go down to the description. Right above the description of the video, you're gonna see a link. That link is gonna give you access to our email list. I need you to subscribe. So when we roll out some of these things, you'll be one of the few that can get into the room. What are we gonna roll out? We're gonna be opening up our studios this summer. We're going to be letting you guys come in. We're going to be letting you guys watch us record live. We also have some live events planned. We have a lot of things that we're going to be rolling out for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to take your business, your game to the next level this summer. You're going to want to hit that email list and tap in. So look, let's do this. Let's get back to the video. Thank you. But but that's good. That, that's a good, um, I started out with that success, but yeah. the, the key to the, point where I ran into a wall, because mm -hmm. I de definitely ran into a wall, Okay, is once those officers buy at, yeah. that, at a discount, they're not buying no more. Okay, So the market just kept going up and going up and going up and going up, and I didn't have a way to continue to participate. Mm. So you said the strategy worked. like Oh, it worked. Yeah. At what point did it, uh, did it stop working yet? When like, I, break that down, because I'm trying to understand. Yeah, yeah. okay, so let's say, for instance... Um, My point is closed. Yeah, yeah, let's say, for instance, that... Uh, let's, let's say Bank of America. Okay. I remember this one well. Um, 
Bank of America, let's say it was at one dollar. Okay. Right? Because it got to I think two dollars. Let's say it's at two dollars. Gotcha. The officers of the company buy it at two dollars. Okay. They buy it at three dollars. Mm-hmm. They buy it at four. They stop buying because they realize that they, they bought it at the biggest discount and it runs to eighteen, nineteen. Gotcha. When I look to see what officers are buying, they're not buying anymore. They yeah. already they already in. Okay. So I didn't have another entry strategy. To, that was my only interest strategy okay. was to find out when the officers were buying. So was the the Yahoo report that you were looking at or whatever report you was looking at was it real time so you oh, could yeah. see them? Okay, okay. Yeah. It was. It, it was, seems like if by the time you get the report, it'll probably be too late. No, they have to report. You know, they have to report it. Um, it's not like it they, they, at, to the minute that they're, okay. but they have to report that kind of information quarterly and so gotcha. forth. So. So you would look at that, and then it was just a window of time where you were able to get in and mm-hmm. watch this stock go up and then sell. But after yeah. that, you were saying you didn't have any other. Yeah, I had to hold it. Okay. I had to hold what I had. You know, I was doing, I mean, you know, crazy numbers, 200, 300%. Some, sometimes we would, we would do, because there's a buddy, wow. a buddy of mine that we would, you know, we'd be like yeah. <laughs> watching for whatever together. And um, I mean, we had some stuff that was a uh, Morgan Stanley. I think mm-hmm. we bought on a Friday, and like by that Monday, it was like a hundred and plus percent. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. crazy numbers. Why? Let me ask you this, man. Why would uh, why would you need another uh, reentry strategy if you bought in uh, when the officers bought in mm-hmm. and you watched it grow and your strategy was to hold it long term? Yeah. What was the what was the reasoning that you needed another reentry? Yeah, because that okay, so whatever that amount of capital was, I was uh-huh. never risking hundred percent of my capital. Okay. So when I want to deploy some more capital, what's the strategy to deploy that capital? Mm. Right. So that amount is only going to grow so much. Okay. So okay, so it's ten thousand dollars. Let's say that grows to thirty. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's invested. Yeah. But now, like I got some more capital, I want to put that to work too. How do I gotcha. put it to work? Okay, okay. Yeah. So you need to come up with another strategy. So what happened next, man? Man, I just uh, I, I read another book. Okay. I'm going to tell you what the game changer was. For yeah, me. yeah. Um, the book is called Trend Following by Michael Covell. Trend Following. Yeah, okay. Trend Following by Michael Covell. This is, that's a game, that was a game changer for me. In what way? And the, I used to write these economic reports for all my friends. Okay. So I look at the economy, what's going on in Brazil, what's going on in all of Europe, what's mm-hmm. going on uh, all around the world, what's yeah. going on with China. Okay. And I would see what's, like, what's, the, what's the geopolitical environment, mm-hmm. all of these different things. Okay. Read all of Warren Buffett's, his whole 10K, like his whole, it was like 1,600 pages. Yeah. And what I found was I didn't have an edge. Mm. It was it was all of this subjective information. Okay. Maybe there were objective data points inside of those companies and so forth. Okay. But when it comes to these countries, all of this is sub- subjective. So how do you put this in a narrative where you can make a decision? Okay. Right? Where you can make an, a decision and feel super confident about- A buying decision. That's right. Okay. okay. Buying or selling. Okay. Because the market only goes up and down. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what Michael Covell's work did was um, he basically went and talked to all the major traders. These were people making $30 million a year, $100 million a year. Okay. Crazy numbers. Two, three-man teams. Hmm. And some of these people, still they're still just rocking out. You okay. Know, people don't know a lot about them. Put that in perspective. Uh, uh, what are the big hedge funds usually... 
Um, the bigger, the bigger, the bigger hedge funds. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And these people doing thirty million with just a handful yeah, they, of people. Yeah, simple, <laughs> a simple strategy. Okay, they're not looking at they're not looking at fundamentals. So what this taught me was. I didn't have to do these reports. Yeah, I didn't have to look at all because it's either going up or it's going down. Okay. And when there's a train, if if train comes, if the train is going north and we need to go north, then we get on the train going north. Yeah. And you can't stop a train on on, on a dime. Mm-hmm. So when a market is trending, it does never stops on a dime. Okay. Look at the environment that we're in right now with interest rates. When mm-hmm. they started raising interest rates, they never stop on a dime. Yeah. So when they first started, I knew it was going to continue for. Um, whatever amount of time. So okay. if I wanted to be long interest rates, I could have been long interest rates way back because mm. they it never stops on yeah. the dime. Yeah. So in this book, man, uh, trending, a trend, trend following. following. Yeah. So what it does, what it did was it allowed you to identify uh, that trend, or or what did it, you said it allowed you to? Yeah, it's not a. It doesn't give you a strategy. Okay. Well, the strategy is trend following. Okay. But what it does is give you the mental frame. I'm big on frameworks, gotcha. mental framework, like you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's all about the mental framework. What mm-hmm. is the framework for decision making? Because gotcha. when people get into trading, they think that, oh, yeah, I'm trading. I'm going to make some money. No, you're in the business of decision making. Gotcha. Yeah, so, yeah. So if you're in the business of decision making, what can help you make the, the most objective decision? Okay. Every single time. Gotcha, gotcha. And this is is price. Mm-hmm. What is the price doing? Is it going up or is it going down? Gotcha. That's the most, it's it's one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going up, then there are more people going to bid it up. Okay. If it's going down, it's more people going to you know, sell it down. So Gotcha. Yeah. So after you read this, man, it, it gave you, a, it shifted the mind perspective, right? Put you in a different mind frame, which allowed you to make a, a better buying decision. 1,000%. And so what, what, what happened next, man? Were you able to run that strategy for a while? Did they, do you still use that strategy? Same, same strategy, just mm-hmm. way more precise. Okay. Um, because I didn't have, after reading that, it just opened my mind up, okay. right? So boom, automatically get rid of all the, like trying to, Predict and like I don't. I'm not in the prediction business. Let me ask you something yeah. before you go forward. Why were you doing the reports? I found that interesting as well. How old were you when you was doing these? Man, reports? in my twenties. Yeah. What made these, you do these reports? It was I was curious. Yeah. I was curious about like man, <laughs> you know, and this is big because again, I, the strategy was watching um, the officers. Okay. And I'm going to myself. Something ain't right. Mm-hmm. Like this market should not be going up. Like okay. e- economically, this ain't like housing crisis. All of it, the yeah. market should not be going up. Okay, and that's when one of those times where I learned you don't fight the Fed, mm-hmm. right? Like Federal Reserve, they can just print money and print money and print yeah, money, yeah. and the market's gonna go up and up and up and up and up. Okay, so I'm just watching. Like okay, so once you realize you couldn't fight the Fed, what what does that mean? You that just means that. Just because you think something shouldn't be happening doesn't mean that it's not gonna happen. Okay. Right. Okay. That like you you think the market should not be going that it should be going down mm-hmm. and it's just going up and going up. You can be stubborn and you don't you don't make gotcha, any money. Gotcha. So yeah. don't fight the feds. So if they if they're printing money, then that's a good indication that the market is gonna move strongly in a certain direction. Yeah, that money has to flow. Is it, money is always chasing a return, right? So okay. that money is chasing assets, mm-hmm. and so you got. Your businesses, real estate, stocks, yeah. you know, that money's going to gotcha. flow into those assets. How many people were you sending this report to, man? Uh, probably about 
six or seven. And you made this They're report. Close friends. It was just general information, or was it specific to with their capital? Hey, these are some moves that you should be making. It was. It was just. It was general. Yeah, okay, it was okay. general. Like, oh, let me, this is what I think is going on, gotcha. and they they appreciate it. And That's I cool. Just, yeah, I love man. Doing it. Look, I need a friend in the circle that can start sending, <laughs> doing all this work, and then just send us the report so that we can right, read it, right. man. You're a good friend to have, man. So tell me what happened next, man. After that, I still didn't have, uh, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have what I have today. Okay, okay. Um, which is a repeatable entry and exit and management strategy for long, whether it's long term investments or short term investments. You got to have okay. What gets you in? What gets you out? What mm-hmm. I, I, it's two P's: participation, what allows you to participate, okay. and then what uh, what helps you protect yourself from the downside, okay. either direction. Um, but but the the the, uh, the price piece is just following nothing but price. Mm-hmm. You have yeah, obviously you have news events and economic events that um, that um, uh, at this point it moves the market between levels it was going to go to okay. anyway. Gotcha. But they influence it. You know, they will cause some momentums, and so it's either the trend is going to continue in that direction or it's going to shift. Gotcha. It's only two. Yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. two outcomes. It sh- keeps going or it changes direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't have a uh, repeatable process to participate, um, and that. So the, the window of learning that you just follow price mm-hmm. and then figuring out what that process is going to be, that took, you know, two years or so. Okay. Yeah. Man, that's that's still, a honestly, a short amount of time to really go from kind of where you started it, yeah. you know, to starting to really nail down some tactics that allow you to have a repeatable process to generate income. So I think that's one of the biggest things in the market, right? Finding a handful of strategies, and that's kind of where I want to go next, yeah. uh, finding a handful of strategies that work even when other strategies don't. Yeah. So just for kind of some of the viewers that may not understand fully how trading work, you have different forms of trading, and I want you to kind of break this down. Day trading, long swing, all of these things. What are some of the strategies that you are currently using, and kind of just help us identify the yeah. most popular ones. Yeah, so scalp, you know, you have scalping. Scalping that's just in and out real quick. Okay. It can be, I mean, you have people who scalp on seconds. You can mm-hmm. scalp for a few minutes. Gotcha. Uh, usually that's what scalping is, right? And okay. you have day, day, what you call day trading, which mm-hmm. is just you, you still a couple minutes, a couple yeah. hours, you in and out. Um, then you have, I guess, you know, holding it for a day would be falling a day trading too. Okay. Um, and then when you get into swing, that's a couple of days yeah, to yeah. a week, et cetera. And then once you start getting into a month, then we really talking about like your swing can be month, but okay. as you get into that one to three months, you're really talking about something more long term, right? Okay. And that's the, that's the category, like the industry category or categories. Gotcha. Um, how I see it is, it's all. Um, it's, it, all of it's a matter of time horizon, right? Okay. So if I get a if I get a five to one in a day, so if, you know five, I'm risking one dollar and I make five in a day. Yeah. Do I care whether it happens in? A, I would rather it happen in a day than a month. Hmm. Um. So it's just a it's a time horizon thing, gotcha. right? Um. When you look at the the actual returns that bigger hedge funds get, so they like they're getting. 15 to 20 percent or something in that range well mm-hmm. you know we can do that in a month and with with a you know with the with the right skill set but so it's a time horizon thing gotcha yeah what now do you utilize um so that's kind of the categories that you can categorize a trade but there's different ways to enter the trade right yeah. 
options yeah. or, or different ways to buy the trade. Yeah. Uh, I'm familiar with the day trading and then the options. Not as much options. Uh, I get a little confused when people talk about calls and puts and stuff yeah. like that. It, you know, it goes over my head at that point. What strategies do you typically use? Yeah, so I, my, I predominantly trade uh, anywhere between one to six times a week. Okay. All right. So, and I will if it if it works out in a day, mm-hmm. and it's all market environment specific. Are, okay. are we in a big trending market? Like, mm-hmm. are we moving up a couple of days in a row, yeah. which you can anticipate, or are we in a a a, a, a consolidation? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that depends on like that determines how much I trade. Okay. Um, so one to six, and then uh, I may hold it for a day. I may hold it for a few days. I okay. very rarely hold into the next week. Mm, okay. I usually exit everything by, by that Friday, and gotcha. and the reason over over the years, what I've just learned is just like when we're talking about trading, mm-hmm. um, event risk. Okay. Right. And when I say event risk, I'm talking about like look at what happened. We just happened with a Russia with like a, a potential coup. Yeah. Uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. So how would that impact? Um, we call it gap risk. And okay. So gap risk is just if if something happens over the weekend, usually political. Mm-hmm. Things yeah. or world events will happen on the weekend, and that creates gap risk. So the market will gap mm-hmm. open up or down, and so that can gap against your position or for your position. Yeah. Like it can be in your favor or not in your favor. Okay, and it's like why assume that risk? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting, man. Uh, because when I was trading, I did today, right? But I thought uh, just from listening to you, I thought you would have more of a long term strategy. But it confirms some some mindset that I have around trading, which mm-hmm. is like what you said, the risk of, of the weekend. And I never could figure out, and this is just my experience as a trader. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, experienced at all. I'm very, very uh, infancy uh, yeah. stages. But I could never figure out why stocks would move over the weekend or how do you participate. Because sometimes I'm like, yo, I'm seeing it going down. I'm trying to get out of this thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And I never could figure out how to exit a stock over the weekend or before the market was open, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, that's the best way to say it. I never could figure out how to participate in the market before the market was open. Yeah. And it, it's so much movement, you know, in that time frame where it can literally make or break a deal. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. No, hearing that you uh, you only hold for Monday or typically five days kind of mm-hmm. confirms a lot of the things that I thought around, you know, trading. Yeah. All right, man, look, let's do this. Let's transition. Okay. I want to transition into the rollout of the black print. Okay. Uh, man, I can remember vividly <laughs> you the way you rolled this this project out, man. This it is I haven't seen anybody do it uh that way, right? Tell me a little bit or tell our audience a little bit about man how the black print came together and I can remember man you delivering this package via black car. Yeah. Before black car was a thing, right? This yeah. is something that you was doing for people that was coming on to the mentorship program, man. So I thought that was pretty dope. So talk to me a little bit about how they got started. Yeah, um well, you know the way I see the way I see the uh, the black print. It's it's uh, it's inclusive, but it's ex- exclusive because mm-hmm. I never intended. Again, and one, I never intended to to go into teaching. I was okay. just kind of like, all right, fine. I, this is the, the advice is terrible. Yeah, and um, so when I, I set out and, and wrote the black print, I was like, okay, I only want to work with fifty people. Mm-hmm. I'll take these fifty people and I'm gonna help them, and that's it. Okay. And so exclusive, right? Like mm-hmm. this, like, okay, I, I can handle that. And so uh, my idea around that was it's the black print. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be delivered in a black case, mm-hmm. lock case. Yeah. And why not deliver it in a black car? Yeah. And that's how I wrote it out. And it was like, just like, you, it, you, you are a part of this special thing. Mm-hmm. And um, 
that's that's how that happened, man. Did you deliver all fifty of them? I, d- I definitely delivered all of. The- People were in different places, so okay. I wasn't all. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All, every single one of them was a, uh, in black car, but they, every single one was in a black case. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So you had, once you rolled it out, did you initially hit that 50? And what were you guys teaching? And has the strategy changed uh, from when you rolled it out? Because you rolled it out, what, almost? 20, 2014. Yeah, 19 yeah. years ago. Yeah. So is that still yeah. the same? How has it evolved? It, it is, but it isn't. And when I okay. say it is, it's still all price-based. Okay. Um, but it's more, way more precise. Gotcha, gotcha. Way more precise. And that's just a, f- a function of me getting better, me c- continuing my education and understanding. It's okay. not that the markets have necessarily changed. It's just I've gone to a whole nother level. Excuse me. I've gone to a whole nother level um, as it relates to precision. Gotcha. Um, down to, when, when we talk about seconds, it's like down to the wow. seconds, like understanding what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um that has changed and that has helped a lot of people understand and not have to use like my people don't use well some people they still use the original indicators okay like moving averages and gotcha, gotcha. they still use those things but it's not necessary gotcha yeah. gotcha so you said uh what's the program you said 20 weeks is it a community uh, building 20, around 20 it? modules 20 modules yeah. so talk to me about like the community aspect and if someone was to come into the program what would they what would they get and how does all of it work yeah yeah so it's it's 20 modules they kind of go they go through those modules and then um that's when we start working together one-on-one one-on-one okay. every everybody still from the from 2014 has access to my calendar and they can book a one-on-one okay so it's not one of those oh you know you got me for 90 days no these are people that still are have access to me and my calendar is still not crazy yeah that's what's up um but they go through that and then um we spend that time together making sure that they understand how to execute okay when do you get in when do you get out and then we go through that as much as as necessary Mm -hmm. i even have people they plan every trade with me okay like so, they want. I want them to be that good and yeah. have that much access. That okay, until you get this, you're gonna sit with me and you're gonna plan every trade. Yeah. So you can't lose. Yeah, yeah. You, and long term, you can't. Oh lose. wow. Yeah. That's 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 crazy valuable. Yeah. You know, when uh, as you continue to grow and things like that, I know that that I, I hope that that option can remain the same. But it's a good time to be partnered with you because I know as things grow, the, it may not be an option long term. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um. The the other piece is that Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. seven a.m. in the morning, I'm on a call with them. Okay, I'm on a call with them, planning out what the opportunities are for the week. Gotcha. So they, it's like if you tapped in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I send out a trading plan every Sunday. Okay. So they get that. I'm gonna send that out today. Gotcha. So it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Monday through Friday, I'm on a call planning it. Yeah. And so my my goal with this was, like you know, repetition is very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about. Um, really uh from a neural network standpoint like how are you how are you the same way that somebody a, a nba player he's confident in that shot because he shot it so many times for sure for he sure practices so many times yeah so when you show up monday through friday and you got a, a weekly plan and mm-hmm. you have access to me yeah. You getting your practice in, you getting your reps in. Makes sense. And yeah. that's how you get better quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I think this is a good place to kind of transition uh to like the mindset of of mm. what it takes to trade because I do recognize that trading when I was trading, I don't know if it's because of my strategy and I was new, um 
that there's a lot of, you know, nervousness or uh, anxiety that comes around it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be mentally in a certain position to really effectively trade, especially if you train a lot of capital. Yeah. What, how do you develop that mindset, man? What do you teach your people around, you know, the mental aspect of trading? Yeah, it, that's, that's a great question because, like, that's a, that's a huge part of it. And that's where yeah. I spend a lot of time. Okay. Um, people are dealing with every single person I've dealt with uh, or that coach in in all this time, yeah. or even talk to, mm-hmm. everybody has a different relationship with risk gotcha. and money. Mm. So from the time that they touched a dollar, yeah. from the time they ever lost a dollar, from the time they ever spent a dollar, yeah. they have a different relationship with money. For every sure. single person. So I need to understand what your relationship with it with, mm. with it is, and what trading it does is it gives you immediate feedback about that relationship. Yeah, yeah. So you're dealing with fee, uh, fear, greed, hope, and regret. Wow. So what, and, and, and a person can be dealing with one or all four of those things at the same time. Okay. As they execute. Yeah. So I want to know, okay, well, how did you feel about that? Uh-huh. You know, how, okay, how do you feel about losing a dollar? Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. how did you feel about losing 10, mm-hmm. you know, 20, whatever the case? Because all of that has to do with who you, who you are as a person to this day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that person... The person that you would envision is the consistently profitable trader. Mm-hmm. That person that you desire to be, yeah. you're not that person when you start this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're working to you're working on your future self. You're working to get to that person. Yeah. To to become that person. Mm-hmm. So it really a person has to be open to change. Okay. So really, really um know it all people ain't gonna do good. Yeah. Yeah. You come in this with your ego, <laughs> it's getting crushed. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where you have to be open to change. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's dope that you've analyzed that perspective and even can break down at the different levels in which people come in the game because it is very, very important uh, because, like you said, your reaction and the way you deal with a certain trade could be certain dependent on how your relationship is with money. If you're a greedy person, you know, you need to be, and I don't know what you teach, but if you're greedy, you need to have some more uh, stop risk or stop yeah. losses in place, mm-hmm. man, because you can start gambling and you can lose a whole lot of money. And I've been there as well. Like you, you execute a trade and it don't go where you want, and now you're chasing mm-hmm. that gap. All right, I just lost a hundred. Now I got to get that back, mm-hmm. right? And then you're not thinking. Because you're in the greed mode, right? Yeah. Uh, and you just continue to spiral. I've had them days, man, where I've yeah. lost a couple thousand dollars yeah. doing yeah. that, right? Yeah. But now, and that's that's really one of the most challenging parts about trading. It is. Man, it talk is. to me about, you know, just the, the, the whole culture, right, of finances when it comes to just our community. Because as information now becomes more readily available, even this interview, right, people are going to hear this. And some people are maybe already trading or some people are going to be inspired to trade. What is that whole mindset that you see, man, the reason why people should even get into trading? Um, I think if why they should get into it. Yeah. I think that if I could go back. Mm-hmm. If I could go back yeah. and somebody said to me, look at it as a personal development program, mm. that would change everything for me. Break that down to me. If I could go back and somebody said that to me, then I would view it as, oh, every day I just want to get a little bit, I want to understand everything I can about why I'm reacting the way, why, I think, why I'm thinking about this, why I'm saying this, why I'm feeling this. Mm-hmm. And I want to... Just really, really understand those things deeply because there's some things you're gonna have to change about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're if you're behaving in a way that is causing losses, 
and you desire wins, yeah. then that means you have to change the, that behavior. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you're not, if you're not, don't have a high level of self awareness, or if that's if you don't develop that, yeah. then you're gonna, not going to get to the other side. Gotcha. So it's a self development thing, mm -hmm. and so you just have to be really, really open to. It. I, I I like to say it's just one big mirror. One big mirror, okay. One big mirror, and if you don't want to look in that mirror, the longer you delay looking in that mirror, the longer yeah. it's going to take you. For sure, yeah. You gotta face that person in the mirror. You gotta man. face that. And I think, and, and and not to go too deep, but yeah, that's that's one of those things people have not become comfortable with sitting alone with their own thoughts and mm -hmm. analyzing it, right? Man, talk to me about. Uh, I want to dive deeper into this mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people will hear this or see this interview, and some of the things that you were doing, man, people weren't doing at a certain age, so they'll automatically put you in the category of he's different, right? Yeah, it works for him, you know. Of course. He was writing financial statements and sending it to his friends yeah, yeah, yeah. in his early 20s. We weren't doing that. So, man, is is this something that anybody can do? It is. Yeah. But you have to, um, you have to, you have to, I mean, you got to have, some, you got to develop some kind of love about, I would say that if you, if you are a person that is curious. Mm, okay. Right. Then. Anybody can do it. Yeah. If you're a person that is not growth minded, like mm -hmm. you know, in that space, no, yeah. I wouldn't advise it. If you're a person that, like, obviously people want to come in, they want to make money, mm -hmm. like you want to do that. Yeah. Um, but that cannot dominate doing the work. Yeah. Yeah. That can't dominate doing the work because you want to get to this place too fast. Yeah. And um, you know that that's something that. That's something that uh, with all the access of all the information and mm -hmm. so forth, everybody wants to do it fast yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and not lay the tracks. But, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, that's that's that. What is, um, from from your experience, like I said, you've almost mentored almost 200 people one-on-one. -on -one. From your experience, the average person, right? Mm -hmm. And I hate to even say that. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to take that out because I believe, man, you can achieve anything that you put your mind to That's if right. you apply the right effort. So we're not going to deal with averages. People that you see that go and take this information and go to the next level, what does their work ethic look like on a daily basis? Man, infinitely curious. Okay. Not afraid to fail. Yeah. Excuse me. Not afraid to ask questions. Okay. And they study on the weekend. Mm. They study. They have a lot of questions. Yeah. They don't have a they don't have a time limit. Okay. They're not saying, I gotta get this in three months. I gotta get this in six months. They're saying, yeah. I have to get this. Yeah. It's big that's a difference. You preaching, man. Talk to me. Yeah. It yeah. is. It yeah. definitely yeah. is. So okay. So working on the weekends, man, being curious, being willing to ask questions, right? And understanding that it's not about when it, it when it comes, but it's definitely coming. It's right? definitely coming. And shifting that mindset. I know you dropped a couple books, man, that you've already been reading. But like, do you recommend certain books to people that want to start trading? Uh, the one I would recommend. He he passed away. Uh, Mark Douglas, Trading in the Zone. Okay. Um, that uh, that's a big one. That's a big one for people just to. I don't think people really grasp the importance of the book until, like, say, for instance, a new person they want to they want to go down this road. Okay. They read the book once, okay, that's great. They get some they get some. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, that the person who's been trading two months is mm -hmm. going to have a different experience, right? Because gotcha. they're going to see some of the, they're going to see themselves inside this book gotcha. trading in its own. And then there's a person who reads it two years, mm -hmm. and they go, "Wow." Yeah. And then there's a person that reads it five years down the road and go, wow. 
mm. because it's it's no there is no um there's no time in the seat is very important okay so time in the seat like sitting here yeah. actually yeah. executing working and seeing these things play out and seeing yourself evolve and so forth um but I think that's a very, very powerful. You can read all the technical books out there, mm -hmm. but like that's a, that's a more on the psychological side yeah. of, of trading. It's the mindset, man. Yeah, it's the mindset. It's it's ninety percent mental, ten yeah. percent execution, man. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's dope. I'll put that uh that book description or that book link in the description so people can tap into okay. it. So man, you've achieved a lot, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I know that you're really just hit in my opinion, you're just hitting your, your stride, right? It's 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 gonna grow and go to a whole nother level because I know your commitment to it, right? I've I've talked to some of your students, yeah. uh, and I even wanna participate and you know, take one of the classes or whatnot, man. But you know, what's what's next for you? What do you have on the horizon? Man, I, I'm I'm very I'm very grateful. I'm okay. just very grateful to be in this place, um, to be able to help people, um, do something I love. I don't feel like I'm working. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to feel my schedule too crazy with stuff because the whole purpose of it, this for me was to have the freedom and the and the name of the book is Black Print, Finance, yeah. Freedom and Flexibility. Like okay. the new rules for that. Yeah. So to, to to travel, to move around, to experience life, yeah. et cetera. Because it's just it's more than work, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I do have uh, a book. A, a psych I didn't see a lot of um, black authors out there okay. around the psychology yeah. of trading. Because hmm. I'd see people, you know, you know, talk about it, and I was like, man, they, nobody is talking about the psychology of yeah. trading. So I do have a book that's written that's going to yeah. be coming out um, okay. with uh, I have a co-author on it, Eric Matthews, okay. and uh, best friend, buddy of mine, and it's called You Are the Edge. Gotcha. And so it's it's really, you know, it's designed for my people in the I black print. Yeah. yeah, but it'll, it'll be available to others as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, man, when the, uh, when the book comes out, you definitely got to get you back on the show, man, so that... Uh, we can. Uh, I want to dissect it first, and then yeah. get you back on the show and ask you a couple questions. About Absolutely, it, man. Absolutely. Look, man. What I want to do is I want to allow people to be able to keep up with you. So um, your contact information, let people know how they can keep up with you, and then uh, any closing advice uh, that you have, you know, mm. for entrepreneurs, man. And I even frame it for you. I actually, this is one of the things I find joy in. Uh, I'm not asked this question before, but I have a 13 year old nephew. Every time I see him, he 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 caught wind that I was doing some trading. Uh, he always asked me, man, uh, how did he get started in trading? And he's been looking at crypto. You know, that, that the young people, that's what they think of is crypto. So uh, any quit or how could he, you know what I'm saying, as a 13-year-old, get into, you know, trading in the stock market? What advice would you have for somebody like him? Yo, man, listen, I know you guys got a lot from this interview. I definitely did. I got a thousand more questions, actually, that I want to ask you, man. But for time's sake, you know, I got to get you back on the show as you continue to grow and things like that, man. But listen, what I need you guys to do, I'm going to drop all of Al's information down in the description. Do me a favor. Go down. Check out his profile. Hit some of the links. Check them out. If you got any questions, man, Al is a real cool dude. You can hit him up. Uh, I, do you answer your DMs? What's oh, the yeah. best way? Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. So, man, send them a message or whatever. I will definitely get back to you. Listen, if you guys are finding value out of this content, what I need you to do is hit subscribe, turn on the notifications so as we continue to roll out content like this, you guys will be the first ones to get uh, the information. Look, man, let me do this. I want to thank you because I know you got a busy schedule. You know, you took your time out. Uh, we actually had to make this happen on a Sunday. I know you're getting ready to fly out in a few hours, man. Good. Yeah, so I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to squeeze us in, man. And uh, as you continue to grow and anything that we can do here at the Equity Tap to help you, man, we would love to. So uh, do me a favor. Let people know, you know, how they uh, can keep up with you. And then I'll let you close it out, man, with okay. uh, any advice that you may have. Yeah, all of my social uh, is Mr. Al Pickett. 
M-R-A-L-P-I-C-K-E-T-T. Um, the website is alpickett.com. Those are the best ways to reach out. Feel free to you know shoot me a message on Twitter on uh, or uh, on Instagram. Uh, it's also my Facebook. Okay. And um, man, advice. Advice would be if I could give my advice to a thirteen year old, yeah. it would be extreme curiosity. Gotcha. Extreme curiosity and finding people that are in various stages of where you want to go.